What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, we have a smorgasbord of topics from the FCF to lacrosse to the Daytona 500 to the NBA to the MLB to NBA Top Shot to school in Canada. We really cover it all. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Join me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? <sighs> well, we're recording on Sunday, so a happy Valentine's Day to everyone listening, to their mothers, to their significant others, and a happy President's Day, I guess, when this comes out. That being said, I think it's time we propose a trade. I don't know. I don't know who we go to in regards to this, but let me know if you think this is fair. We give up President's Day and an, an unprotected first mm-hmm. for Super Bowl Monday. Yeah, that that probably makes a lot. You of You think sense. we have to throw more in there? No, I was gonna say maybe we we try and get a deal with Bill O'Brien and only throw a second, but I would give up President's Day. But the the thing is, I do know a lot of people will take like a fun vacation skiing trip or you know. Down I've seen a lot of warm, people skiing. Right? I've seen a lot of for, people skiing this weekend because it's three day Super Bowl. You wouldn't really go anywhere. Maybe you would, but it's more about that camaraderie with your friends. I, it's not about like I understand people like make something of Presidents Day weekend a long weekend yeah. out of it. More as Super Bowl, it's already focused around the Sunday. But like, listen, athletes don't practice on Mondays after football games. Like. I was hurting Monday morning after the buff chick dip, the beer, the this, the that. I, like, it, it doesn't make sense to me how we consider football such an important part of our history. I, like, I don't know what's more important to history, presidents or football. You at feel me on point, that front? At this point, now that there's many football leagues, which we'll discuss, I think you have a point. Jack, how was um, your weekend? Speak, well, speaking of pain, speaking of my weekend – Normally, this is Abe's therapy session, but it's starting to turn into a theme, back-to-back episodes, where I have a complaint. I was playing pickleball yesterday. You know what pickleball is? Love pickleball. It's like standing ping pong. Yeah, yeah. Um, Reached up. I've been having neck and back pain, been going to PT, been fine. Just, I mean, this is like a, this would be day-to-day, but like seven-day injured list. Oh, you're struggling. You're struggling. Like right now, like I'm not going to be moving my head much to the left or the right. That's why. I played played spike ball over the summer and took one bad step in the sand. My body went one way, my back went the other, and Mm. I still feel it to this day. And you and I are 24 years old. um, It's bad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think I might need to hang it up. <laughs> Which is why, as we transition to the FCF, the Fan Control Football League, um, we'll just start with the big, big stuff. Johnny Manziel. When I saw he got hit, and it was like this guy hasn't played football for years, and like taking that, he probably feels very similar to how I feel today. But now let's backtrack. Fan did you get? Did football. you? Did you dub? Did you dub in pickleball? Um, we did dub. My my squad dubbed, but it just wasn't worth it for I what you. I feel right now. Because I, I played you. through it, and now like I can't even really. I played through it. the spike ball too, and I couldn't walk for about a week. Yeah, it's just not worth it at all, especially because 
it literally means nothing. <laughs> like well, at some point we're so competitive and like we take such pride in these things. And then when you, you take 10 steps, dude, back, I saw like, a guy, so I saw a guy in the gym the other day. Yes. I go to the gym from time to time. He was like this load of a man. Like he's probably mid forties. Like mm-hmm. definitely his wife tries to get him to lose weight, but he just loves football and basketball yeah. and beer. Um, and he was wearing his wreck basketball shirt. Keep in mind, this guy's like 45. He also was wearing, keep in mind, we were referring to a gym, not a basketball gym, a weightlifting gym, a shooting sleeve. And this guy, (laughs) you can tell that this guy, his week revolves around those Wednesday night games to the point where he has to rock the jersey like game days and, and around. And you can tell he's just awful. But he'll give you everything he has. He'll he'll do what he needs to do, but I just saw this guy and I was like, if I don't start being careful with myself, that might be how I end up. He's the right, exactly, and he's the guy. I know exactly who you're talking about. He's the guy who he's not playing well, and then it's like, okay, I'm gonna take a seat on the bench, but like is upstanding. He truly, coaching the whole he time. truly yeah. is just in it to win the game, right. He right. wants to and win the game. And he'll break rules if he'll, he has he'll sit to, himself like, down if it's the right yeah. move for the team. Like, but he just takes so much pride in that Wednesday night pickup. And game. I love those guys. But when it comes to putting yourself in physical harm's way, that's when when you take the step back out of the heat of the moment, you're like, mm, maybe not. And can we just talk about what goes on at your gym? You've got shooting sleeve guy. Uh, there was a full blown doctor working out. There's, in his there's a lot. Of, so I live around like the the Penn Medicine yeah. Hospital. So there's a lot of people in scrubs. But yeah, there's people Wait, that a lot of people work out in their scrubs. Well, okay. When I say a lot, I mean more than should. So more maybe like one. three or four. <laughs> like way That's more than should. Um, yeah, I mean, you, when you got chest at, t- at 12 and open heart at 2, you got to do what you got to do. But, uh, yeah, that's enough. I'm not going to say I'm going to hang up sports because I love sports so much and I love competition. But I'm starting to enjoy sports more when I have control over a game while sitting in my bed mm-hmm. like we had, like we did yesterday with the Wild Aces. Like we did. So fan control football, if you've been living under a rock and you weren't listening to the last pod and didn't enter the giveaway, fan control football, the players draft every Wednesday night on Twitch. If someone asks me what their Twitch channel is one more time without just like typing in the letters, Jack, what's the uh, Twitch channel? (laughs) FCF, fan control football. They redraft every Wednesday night. So we're going to have a whole nother draft on Wednesday. And then the fans actually get to pick the plays, which everyone's like, no, like they probably get to say run or pass. Like you get four options between a, a run and a pass. So eight total plays and you call the play. Now it was taking, I timed it about a minute, six to a minute, 10 seconds in between play clock. Because the, play, the play would end. There is no play. There's a 10 second play clock. Once the play's locked in, but when the play ends, they got to reset the ball. They got to, you know, do all that stuff before it starts in the NFL. Same thing. There's like a 5, 10 second leeway. Mm-hmm. And then they got to wait for the play to be called in. Then you have the live game in Atlanta, 15, 10, 15 second latency for Twitch, and then communicate all that stuff, wait for it to be locked in. So it's at like a minute 10. So we're about, tw- I would say 20, 25 seconds longer than, than the NFL. And you can never go hurry up because of that. They have to figure that out. It's a it's a very fast game, 
but that kind of slows it down a little, but it was week one. So it was really cool. It was really awesome. Game one was our aces against uh, Richard Sherman, Quavo, and don't ever uh, try me with don't ever try me with a sorry cornering coach like Richard Sherman. Exactly, I'm the best coach in the league. Knock, <laughs> knock twice if you're one to know in the fan controlled football league. So if you listen to last Thursday's podcast, we had the guy. So we redraft every Wednesday, but you can franchise tag. We franchise tag Jerry Jackson Erdman, quarterback. He got hurt because of Abe and I. We asked him, you know, you're. We were oh going yeah, speed no, round. I That's thought this me. is totally That's yeah. On me. No, yeah, you shouldn't say Abe and I. That was your yeah, question. Was I, was I don't your know question. why I lumped you in. I you literally him, peer pressured him into trying to get the extra yard. <laughs> yeah, and he it was ended a fourth up, and one. And he he lowered his set, shoulder, got the first, separated his shoulder. So we lost him after one drive. Our guy, so the, our backup quarterback, his nickname is Tactical Crouch. Sick, absolutely sick name. Sounds he like came a, in. Sounds like a gamer tag. Yeah, he came in, started just balling out. We scored on every single drive. We got only one stop. It was a big stop on the last possession. We won the game against their team. The second game, Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, former Heisman winner. His first play from scrimmage was like a 40-yard scramble. Electric. And then uh, he struggled a little, and Quentin Flowers, he played at USF. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you remember him. Mm -hmm. We have our eye on him for this week. He balled out. They crush it, and their backup was great. Honestly, a lot of players played awesome. Not much defense in the do league. Do you want which to discuss? Do you want to discuss live on air what we discussed off the air in terms of our strategy when it comes to the playoffs and what I was DM'd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, snapback fam. I know I talk a lot of shit on you guys, and I know you talk twice the amount of shit. You know what? I'm actually going to call out this person by name. I got a DM. The other day on Instagram from a snapback fan member who goes by the name of Shunky14, Shunky underscore 14. Uh, he has no post. And I'm honestly mad I didn't think about this myself. The way that my, my brain is wired and ter- trying to gain an advantage. I'm like, sh- I'm not going to lie. I was shocked when you did it. I thought this was assumed that this thought had got th- gone through. So what he said, I'll read it word for word. Alright, I'm listening to the pod, and I think I might be a genius. How about we screw the other team over and call terrible plays for them? This way, our wild aces always win. This could be illegal, but I thought I should throw the idea out there. Listen, my man, Shunky. Illegal or not, thank you for bringing that my way. I wanted to punish myself for not thinking about that on my own. That being said, come playoff time. Does everyone make the playoffs? Yeah, all four teams make the playoffs. And how kind of... so. Excuse me, I was busy, a little busy yesterday. I didn't catch a lot of it. But how many people at a time are voting on plays? So it depends by team. Our team, we had like 4,000 people watching our team-specific stream from Greg. And then Austin had like 300-ish people as well. And then there were 20,000 people watching the actual game. So it's pretty tough to tell. But our team, there's a ton. Other teams, I don't like Sherman and Quavo. And so they, they we need to put it. together a Discord, a group of some sort, and we will then pull together a list of. I think we can make do. You have a million followers on Instagram or on Snapchat. Yeah. I think we can make we can rally together. I don't know, three hundred people. Oh, easily. Like a little a little army, a little conspiracy easily. army, and then we will. Yeah. We will dedicate you to other teams around the league. Some of you will be calling plays for Manziel. Some of you will be calling plays elsewhere. And who's ever up that week, we will be locked in. We'll have Jerdy on one line through the helmet. 
We'll have mm-hmm. you and I and Eckler and Greg on the other. And then we'll have our little minions in the snapback family controlling the other playbook. Um, so that way we know what's coming. And I think, I mean, we're one and oh legally. I think yeah. illegally the sky's the limit for this team. Yeah. I mean, so, if the Astros can do it, why not? Right. Why not us? I Technically, it would all be legal. The logistics of it, everyone has to make an FCF account to do it. Sign into the app and then pick we the We can place. make Eagles and make 1,000. Yeah, make another email, and then for the playoffs, we'll just get them. The the issue, maybe not main issue, and I think it would be helpful to have our scripting the other team's plays, right. is that you, there's, you can't just, like, decide to punt, you know? Like, the worst thing you could do is make them run. <laughs> that would be hilarious. No, right. I, I, my, that's not The worst thing you can make them do went, is run And we would know punts. that we're going to a run to the left. Exactly. But punting on first down... I could see how that could be a little suspicious on a 50-yard field. Yeah. it Like, if, if the other team you were playing, you were making them only run the ball, even when they're down two scores, that would be, you know, I think that would be an advantage. Right. But we're wanting to know right now. We're going to redraft on Wednesday. The league got so much press last night. The Instagram account went from 30K yeah, to 110K. SportsCenter picked it up. And I got a lot of good feedback from people saying, like, and this is what I kept preaching was the XFL, the AAF, they were trying to be the minor league. You're never going to compete with that stuff. They let Marshawn Lynch go in the air, talk about taking shits. They're oh, letting the, the Caesar salad with the croutons. Right. And then and then he go, <laughs> go see that, listen to that clip of Marshawn if you can. And, and they're not trying to be, they understand the audience might be, some people are younger, but they're trying to engage it. Uh, progressive fifth down, you get power ups, like, they're trying to make, trying a, to make video like a video game, game out of real life, which is what you know why we all love playing Madden. There and video also games. is an aspect to it, and the reason why I think it was so successful, Jack, in night one. And I'm not saying this isn't sustainable success. I love yeah. the concept of the thing. Night um, one's always football fans are, you know, in the healthiest form, drug addicts, and, <laughs> and their drug of choice is football, and. They knew that after the Super Bowl, there wasn't football. There wasn't going to be football around today, Sunday. I think I saw Field Yates with a stupid tweet about no football. Um, so they'll do anything for that fix just to get that fix in. I, and I listen, think a lot of that was night one. Don't I think it'll go on for – But I, No, but I, I'm just going to counter – not that we're like in an argument. I right. just think I agree with you. Like today, fans probably wanted football. But I don't know if the people watching were necessarily – like I think we're in a slightly different target market here, target audience of gamers and people who like to watch Twitch. And they yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what right? the Venn diagram looks like between exactly. the, the percentage of people that sit on their couch for 10 hours a day on a Sunday to watch football versus the other side of people who actually use Twitch.com. Exactly. Versus AAF and XFL. Like they were only targeting NFL fans, right? Like if they right. could – do a targeted Instagram ad and the like lookalike audience, it would be NFL fan. You know, with FCF, I think it could be a little different because they use social media guys. And I also I think I think Marshawn. I've decided we've we've had this question a lot on podcasts and everything. Other podcasts we've discussed who our dream guests would be. I think it's Marshawn and Ocho Cinco for me. Either Marshawn, one of them. Uh, I talked to Ocho Cinco at the at yeah. He Radio loves Row you. Last he year. loves you. Yeah, he does love he me. He said I love you, Marshawn. He's, I mean, he's unbelievable. I, I feel like he's unbelievable. I feel like you and I would have to pour up like a glass of brown liquor and just like shoot the shit with him for two hours, unedited. Who cares? I would not want to speak one time. Just let him go. Just, just let him go on rants. 
So they're doing a bubble in Atlanta. I'm going to try and go down. I think I may be able to squeeze squeeze us both in. Maybe my brother comes down as video. I've never been to Atlanta and intern. I do need to I do need to go to the Waffle House. Would that would that interest you? I could hit I could hit Atlanta. I could use okay. some Waffle House. I was I was thinking playoffs. I don't know if I want to go before then because I'm moving and stuff, but right. mid-March, end of April. Yeah, we can work something out. I could heckle okay. Trey Young a night too. Okay. All I right. Could, I could go down and heckle Trey and the boys. All right. Uh, speaking of March Madness, Wisconsin, Michigan today. Random Sunday, CBS, Big Ten. No game. football on. Let's watch some college no football, basketball. Right. Yeah, it felt good. Like, it felt like that tournament kind of vibe to it, even without the fans. I was really excited about it. And then this guy from Michigan, I, he, he won my heart. They have this center. He's seven foot two, 255 freshman born in the year 2000 sounds like he should go to iowa (laughs) right he should but he's in michigan just an absolute mountain his last name's dickinson it was so i so so i had that game on for a little bit today um and right hand up and this is today i kind of realized it like i'm so out of touch with college basketball more so than i've been in years they and uh, so selection sundays in a few weeks obviously and they showed the projected rankings right now one through four excuse me in each region and i just sat there with my mouth gaping open dumbfounded alabama two seed ruckers a four seed all these illinois (laughs) two seed ohio state a one seed i'm like what the hell happened where are my i know i know it's a a historically bad year for the blue bloods the kentucky's unc's dukes But I'm just sitting there. Gonzaga's up there. We got that. Baylor's been around for a few years now. Um, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, holy shit. Like, for someone who who loves March Madness, truly one of my favorite sporting events of the entire year. Like, I live for one shining moment, the Monday night after yeah. the game. When the except game goes, when Ravel's singing it. Except when Ravel's singing it and Jack's recording it on video. Um, <laughs> but I am – I mean, I'm still going to – like, when it comes time to fill out the brackets, you'll hear me talking like I'm – John Rothstein. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll well, that's a, what I was I'll read a say. few facts on the bracket, and I was going to say, I'm though, back. you're not even really at this point. You got three weeks to do your prep work. I'm not going to. But I, it feels like at this point, you wouldn't even be able to fake. Bo- like, you couldn't even name players on Gonzaga or Baylor right now. Not Baylor. I do know that one kid from Gonzaga. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs. I do know him. Um, but you know what? My, my love for college basketball, it doesn't really, it's not the college basketball like it used to be. I've kind of graduated into now. I just kind of watch, look at mock drafts for the NBA and then I'll go watch those kids, YouTube videos. Like I'm not, I'm not into the whole team thing until March. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Penn state was a basketball school until they tried to shut us down. So that was kind of what happened today. Yeah. I lost to Nebraska. Oh, and nine in the big 10. Oh, no, they lost 26 in a row in the Big Ten. Mm. Franklin's fault. <laughs> Mazel tov. Franklin's to fault. To the Knits. Stock up, stock down. I'll start stock up, number one. Fun. Fun's always fun, man. Fun is good. Like, fun is life good. is, you know, life is not, we're never going to get over COVID, but I feel like things well, are that was, starting. That was dark and deep. No, it's just like sometimes I feel like this guilt when I'm still enjoying parts of my life and knowing like a lot of people. I don't think that's a bad thing. Right. I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I was saying we're never going to get over COVID. 
Like, let's put that aside, and then let's acknowledge that there's a lot of fun stuff. I had so much fun in the FCF. Um, I, we're going to talk a lot about more fun stuff, but fun is fun. Good is good. Let's celebrate. We've, we've lived a dark year. Let's live some good stuff, and I hope everyone's having fun out there. That's it. That's all. Just a little positivity message. Well, it, it was supposed to be FCF related mostly, right. but I, fun is fun. All right, that's fair. I'm going to be in a good mood too. You know what, Jack? I'm going to give my first stock up to the Utah Jazz. Can we clap it up for the Utah what? Jazz? Can we clap it up for the Utah Jazz? I mean, look at this basketball they're playing. Ball movement. Everyone's touching the ball. It looks people, fun. People are happy. Fun. It looks fun. It looks fun. The Jazz, best record in basketball. You can't stop them, can you, On Jack? Valentine's Day, it's fun to cuddle. And you know who you cuddle it's with? It's fun to cuddle. It's fun to cuddle with the 2015-16, I think, Atlanta Hawks. It's fun to cuddle with the 12-1 Pittsburgh Steelers earlier this year. And I'm, I'm the little spoon. Right now, I'm the little spoon wrapped up in Rudy Gobert's $250 million <laughs> arms. Um, the Jazz are playing great basketball. And nothing makes me happier to see teams like the Jazz, teams like the Nuggets, not the Nuggets this year, but in years past, that are just these teams that are good, that you look to, you're like, wow, all right, they're a good team, they can't do anything, but that are playing great basketball. Quinn Snyder, coach of the year, probably, give it up for my dude, he's got the hair gel, and I cannot wait, my mis- my mischievous mind is salivating at the at the taste of watching the Jazz lose in five in the second round of the playoffs this year. I was going to say, we're acknowledging. They'll win a playoff series. They always win a playoff series. Not last year. They blew a 3-1 lead. Yes, they did. Yes. Um, So I love to hop on with you. They're cute. I'm in agreement. They're adorable. Even though I did say last year they were my sleeper team. And they didn't have Bogdanovich for the bubble. And Conley wasn't playing well. Now he's playing like I think we need to change the word sleeper. Because in basketball, in no, the NBA. No, last year. Last right. year. Not... But I think in general we should change the word sleeper. Who's your sleeper? More so, who are you cuddling with at the end of the year? Right. You know what I mean? Because exactly. like, right. when you pick a sleeper, you don't actually think they're going to win. You think they're going to make a little noise and make you look. If you picked the Heat look... as a sleeper last year, you, I would have considered that a victory pick. Right. Even the, they came but up if short. you pick a sleeper, you don't, you don't pick that trying to be right that they win it all. You pick right. it saying that they'll play above expectations, and then you pat yourself on the back for saying, well, I said they'd be good. Exactly. So I'm I'm in on you with the jazz, but I know there's going to be a lot of jazz fam out there and others who I've I've also called the Sixers a cutie. And I'm going to hold on to that shit because I think they're just as damn cute right now. I had, seems, a, I had a feeling you were going to work them. Into I mean, this look, conversation. they you could prove the Sixers could prove us all wrong. But up until this point, what separates the Utah Jazz and the and the top, Philadelphia having, 76ers having, be, having a top MB, three MVP candidate, right? You do today, but for for twenty five games, this is the first time he's played. You know what the MVP. difference is? No, I'm not. Trust me, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and hype the Sixers up. I'm just as much as what's going on right now is great with the Sixers and everything, but I got to see it in the playoffs. We got to see it exactly. in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But the difference is the difference is throughout this entire thing, what's been the Jazz's thing. They're playing great team basketball. You haven't heard a peep about Donovan Mitchell MVP. You haven't heard right. a peep about Rudy Gobert MVP. The only thing you're hearing is Coach of the Year, Quinn Snyder, and Sixth Man of the Year, Jordan Clarkson. That is the definition of a cutie team. They're playing great basketball. They have important parts of their team that aren't their best players that are contributing in big ways. 
but you don't hear a peep about that go-to guy. I mean, it's Donovan Mitchell, obviously, yeah. being a top five player in the NBA. He's just he's the he steers the boat, but everyone's playing their part, and that's the definition of a cutie, in my opinion. Yeah. And, Whereas and the I'll Sixers, say the two things, no, the two things that, that separate, right, is Embiid, and then secondly, is actually. The reason the Jazz are so cute right now is because you know that you got to go through Murderer's Row, potentially, of the Clippers and Lakers, whereas the East right now is looking awesome. way more awesome. open than we really expected. The Bucks just haven't clicked. The Nets are starting to click. Can, we, can I talk to – can I get someone live on the podcast? Like, I, this is where I want to do, like, a Pat McAfee where we can have live call-ins. I need one of those fucking idiots. I apologize for cursing. James Harden doesn't pass. I mean – God, how st- I mean, I mean that person for the last like five years or something. He, I mean, if fourteen or fifteen assists last night. If he wants to just be a passer, he, he could be the best passer in the league because he can get anywhere. That guy's almost not more dumb than you, who said Kevin Durant wouldn't be good, uh, but almost. Fair. So I don't need to call someone in because we can still always make fun of you, KD. I think KD's in – oh, we're not getting to MVP combo, right? Because it's the most painful conversation not yet. Not 28 yet. games through the it's, season. It's okay. LeBron, but not yet. Okay. Um, stock up number two, the New York Knicks. is just going to keep being a stock up. The Knicks are fun. I, uh, I've got a problem. What's my, that? My Twitter feed between you and a few other of my friends that are Knicks fans, like it was never really a lot of Knicks on there, but now that you guys are like – 13 playing, and 15 playing competent <laughs> playing competent below 500 For 48 basketball. minutes right like it's not the lose by 30 right you're almost Tuesday. you're nine games away from hitting your over under on the year yeah and my twitter feed is just so much nicks and it's wild it's fun because i will say this i don't you know you live through the trust the process days but it felt like it was like so much misery right like it was unwatchable basketball for two, three, four years. It was years. some of the happiest times in my life. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. But it was unwatchable basketball. Like, there was a time on Friday night, Wizards-Knicks, where I was like, this is, like, really brutal basketball to watch. But then you guys, like, it, it would be, like, one-star, two-star, three-star. Like, the Knicks, you're getting to watch players, like, grow. You're watching Julius develop. You got Tibbs coming. Like, it's been, like, a slower build which is why I think it's like more celebration. Ours wasn't guys, it was, not nah, ours. Kind of was a snap at a finger. So when that's ben, what I'm it, was, it was Ben's rookie year, when I don't know if you remember at the we were like a very much 500 team or something, and we played yeah, absolute we 20, dog shit. Yeah. Going into the playoffs, we won 17 in a row. Right. 17. It was Ben in his rookie in year. in a row or in a like row. out of 20. No, in a row. Really? In a row. <laughs> ben Ben Simmons in his rookie year and Bede. When he was like, you know, fat and not this Embiid, yeah. Dario Saric, Robert Covington, and uh, was it JJ? I think it was JJ. Yeah. Um, and we had no, but we actually won a playoff series and we lost it in five to Boston. But it, it happened at the snap of a finger, and then, but the Knicks, yeah, I mean, they they it's, hit on they hit on f- they officially hit on Emmanuel quickly. Right. It's a shame that you could have had him with Halliburton, maybe, but we won't talk about that. That would be the best backcourt in NBA history. In we five won't talk years. about that. No, I mean, look, Toppin has been getting more minutes. He's actually been playing well. And I think sometimes the bummer was, I said it when we drafted him, for the Knicks rebuild to be successful, I don't need Toppin to come in and be a, a good player. Like, I need him rookie of the you year, need, like LaMelo you, franchise. That's what changing. you need. If you were going to draft not, at Obi Toppin, you draft Obi Toppin if you're at a point where 
you need right. something the to put you over the or, edge or yeah, something. Like you're, yeah. You have an established team already. You need just a, a little glue right. guy. So, so you can tell he's going to be a slower develop, even though he's already older. But he's, you know, he's starting to play 15, 18 minutes and getting seven shots a game. And he's, he's playing actually really well. So you got quickly, you got Toppin, RJ, Randall's development. And then you also have like D Rose is back. And then Taj Gibson's playing minutes in 2021. It's just funny that the Knicks are. You didn't mention, you didn't mention one, one guy. Who? Alfred. We don't talk about it. <laughs> I despise the man. Uh, Mitch Robb did break his hand four to six weeks. So that's going to be really bad because we have Nerlens Owell or Taj Gibson. So Nerland, that's tough. That is tough. Yeah. So stock uh, up to the Knicks, though. Second stock up, it just still feels kind of appropriate. You know, I haven't really gotten over it. Tom Brady <laughs> like hasn't really done anything this week. Except I have – and I texted you about this. So obviously the clip went viral of Brady throwing the the Lombardi trophy from boat to boat on a moving boat to Cameron Bray. And then the clip went viral of him being blacked out. Um, So I Googled. I was like, damn, he's tossing that trophy. Lombardi trophy is only seven pounds. Like, all right, then throw it overhand. (laughs) Like, and then I looked up the Stanley Cup is like 35 pounds, I think. Yeah, that thing's big. Like the the Lombardi trophy is kind of – and it got – you know what? Stock down the Lombardi Trophy between last year. Well, that's year... actually – wait, time out. You're stealing my stock down. The actual stock down right now is the Lombardi Trophy lady. So Who makes the Lombardi Trophy? Yes. So there is a lady and her family who craft or sculpt or edit or whatever they do with the trophy. They are the people, right? Is like, their office know... in the craft basement? I, it must be. This lady – Or the Brady basement? I think it was either her or her daughter – came out publicly and here's our tears of the week cry me a river of the week said she did not sleep for two days because of the disrespect she felt from tom brady throwing the trophy (laughs) what in the world yeah the lady who what just like how do you even make a trophy no, maybe it's adding. I, I don't know. I don't know what she does for. No, it, let me but... get you a question. Let me ask you a question. I don't know if you have any details of her financials, but you 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 would assume that she got her check prior to the Super Bowl and handing over the trophy. Yes. Yeah, I, I would as well. She couldn't sleep for days because Tom Brady, Jesus Christ, threw it seven yards. Tom Brady gave your trophy more publicity than it's received. In its entire history by doing that. And now because it was – What I was going to say – sorry, so I'm going to add on to your stock down a little bit. But the trophy in general, like it's getting tossed around like a, like a rag doll this year. Gronk's yeah. bunting with it and denting it. Stop, <laughs> yeah, screw this girl. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it, maybe you can get upset when you make a better product. You know They're what I mean? They're calling her Karen all over the internet. It's oh, my epic. God. We'll call Yeah, Lombardi Karen. Um, so that's your stock down is that lady, my stock down and holy shit. Was I mind blown? My stock down is Blake Griffin. (laughs) This, I I have been shook for days. Blake Griffin, one of the most prolific dunkers in NBA history. He's won a bunch of, or maybe one, I don't know. He's won dunk contest. Dunked over a Kia. Fakely dunked, dunked over a Kia. All this. He hasn't dunked in a game since 2019. That is mind-boggling to me. Like, I don't know who keeps track of those statistics, but I'm, I'm maybe calling Cap. 
<laughs> You're calling. So I thought it's that wild cap, to me. I thought it was potential cap because I saw like a, a random Twitter account or whatever, and they got Instagrammed it. But then I was watching ESPN countdown. Uh, yeah, the and friendly they, they wagers. Confirmed it. Yeah, the friendly wagers, and the fact that one of the most prolific dunkers in NBA history hasn't dunked a ball since the Trump administration is absolutely wild to me. It's nuts. Stock down, Blake Griffin. Stock down, number two for me, Steph Idiots. Like, the the absolute morons. The, the, you know what, no, no, Jack? No, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out. There were people who said this was a prove-it year for Stephen Curry. Prove it. What does this man need to prove? And I know... I, I can already see it in your face that you might be the no, person I'm no, talking no, about. No, I'm not. I'm not. <clears throat> but what I, I mean, am going to do here is I'm going to play devil's advocate for okay, both all right, sides. Okay, let's, let's play that game. So, Steph Curry. I, I texted you the other day because I got stuck in a YouTube rabbit hole of Steph Curry. He is nuts. He does the most cardio in the NBA per, <laughs> per game and still drops 30 points a night. It's wild. He doesn't stop moving. Yeah. But, devil's advocate here. Don't. Don't shoot! Don't shoot me. I think they have uh, the prove it. Have a point. Oh my god! Because listen to me, Jack. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Listen to me, Jack. And he's proving it, in my, it to the most that he can. The last time we saw this, this Stephen Curry, he had Kevin Durant for two years. He was walking to titles. He didn't really. He wasn't the go-to guy. He really wasn't. And before he wasn't. He wasn't. And before that is when he had Clay, and that was kind of the last time we've seen them without, like, I, like the KD Warriors were, like, the Avengers super team. Right. The Draymond, Clay, Steph is just, like, a, what I would call a super team that just had the perfect but, system. But once the- again, do people even begin to understand that that team was so great because of Steph and No, Curry? no, like- 100%. But it's, okay, it's not a prove it, but it's, it's a good baseline to see when he doesn't have everything perfect around him what steph curry actually looks like because we don't really know amazing but he looks amazing yeah and we've learned that he's freaking unbelievable okay that's why i'm saying that people going into this year saying steph had to prove it i don't know if prove it 30 games in are you willing to say that that we can stop any like it doesn't matter what he does in the playoffs it doesn't matter about any of that stuff yeah but your issue your issue you love steph curry so much you used to say he was the best player on planet earth that made you fall into a trap of the warriors and they're starting people by the name of juan willie so so this is what i'm gonna say is so unbelievable about stephen curry they're the eight seed i know i know they are that's my point that's kind of what they were expected to do this year. no but abe this is what's so crazy lebron james should have been the mvp of the league for 15 straight years thank you LeBron James on the Warriors. I I this is not nope. to say stop. This Don't is say not it. to say that LeBron's not better than Steph. It's not to say that LeBron's not the MVP. It's not to say the Lakers aren't winning the title. But the current situation You're wrong. You're wrong. with the Warriors, LeBron wouldn't would not be a who would he You're make wrong. plays to? That's what you That's watch a fair Warriors, point. That's right? a like, fair point. Like, you can't kick to but Oubre who's Jack, shooting 32%. Wiggins who's shooting 26%. Draymond can't score. LeBron like, still Steph- averages 27 points a game. Like, LeBron I, controls – like, I, but, I'm sorry. But, you're missing me with this ship. Obviously, I'm, you're missing me with a LeBron ship, but – I'm just saying 
I don't even think because of how good we're used to the Warriors being, and Clay's the only one that's gone off of that, and KD. I don't think people realize like the team. Their Wiseman's been out for two, ten days, two. I weeks. think you were the one that told me Wiggins and Ubre were could be good for them. I, I they would be good. This was with Clay. Yeah, they would I be good with, if they were good. <laughs> no, 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 with Clay, with Clay, like. Th- Who's their number two scorer? Andrew Wiggins? Like, it's just, it's brutal right now. But Steph is, so idiots who said Steph had to prove it or it wasn't that good. People are now, through 30 games, uh, are saying Steph Curry's the greatest point guard of all time. Like, that's the new, that's the new narrative around it. And I mean, I, he's up there, I obviously. <laughs> My second stock down is the NBA bubble, which I probably, if I were to guess, I think it might come back for the playoffs. I think they might bubble in for the playoffs. No. No? All right. Well, the Knicks are having fans in two weeks. Not, not. Are you going when you get back? I'll be back. Um, not for that reason, but just a thought. But let's run through a, th- a few teams this year. I want to start with uh, the Boston Celtics. Four, thirteen and thirteen, sitting at the five seed right now in the Eastern Conference. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year with um, against the Miami Heat. Obviously, took a step back this year. Not to say I didn't disagree. Pre- disagree. Disagree. Kemba missed the first. 10 to 15 games. Tatum's in a slight shooting slump. They actually one of the teams that have gone through COVID. I'm not ready to – I'm not willing to say that they – I'm not saying they're bad. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they're They are missing the big man. They're stuff, performing but, far below expectations like I predicted earlier in the year. That's co- that's not fair. If you want to talk about the Heat, we can talk about the Heat. Oh, well, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> so the Boston Celtics have obviously taken a step back, in my opinion. Maybe not Jacks, but I also expected this because of their lack of – big man the Miami Heat the Miami Heat 11 and 15 and I was crazy I was called ludicrous for saying that the only reason the Miami Heat went to the NBA bubble is because it was in a bubble because they had these young shooters shooting in an open gym with no fans the rookie experience without playing in front of a playoff atmosphere is that much bigger of a deal they might miss the playoffs they really might and when is the last time that it they're like three games out of the five seed because of how tight the East is, but I hear what you're saying. Continue. But I'm curious as when the last time a team that went to a conference finals who kept their team intact and actually and made NBA some— NBA finals. NBA finals, yeah, sorry. That actually kept their whole roster intact and even built on it with Avery Bradley. They re-signed Goron. Goron was last year. Um if they don't make the playoffs. Like, that has to be the first time in NBA history. People were talking, and don't get me wrong, you know how much I love Jimmy Butler. I've since since they started being bad, have started making fun of him just because it's, you know, easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was a huge fan of Jimmy the entire time. Like, I loved watching him in the finals from when he was on the Sixers. Um, people were saying he was, like, a top 10 player in the NBA after the bubble. Like, that was, like, being put out on social media by yeah. everyone was saying um, – People, Dean, our our uh, resident Miami fan, was even still to this day, which baffles me, try and tell me Bam is better than Embiid. <laughs> I, I just cannot take that from a team that is 11 and 15. Wait, the, the craziest part about all the heat chatter is they just did not want to give up Tyler Hero to all Bryce Hall Tall for Bryce James Hall. Harden. Like, looking back, like now – I don't think the let's say Harden was still in Miami. I think that he would have to give up Hero, Robinson, Achua, and like three firsts to get like Tyler Hero's stock has plummeted 
post bubble. Yeah, he was he's still never, a fine player. He's that's the perfect word. Fine. He's not a superstar. He's not a he star. Never will be. He's never not a will. star. There's a big difference between star and superstar. The same. Jimmy Butler, I'll give him a star. I'll give yeah, him a star. Not. Definitely not a superstar. I'm not done. I'm not done. By the way, Denver Nuggets, Denver Nuggets. Nikola Jokic playing some great ball. Probably the third, fourth, depending on how you look at it. MVP candidate, seventh seed, fourteen and eleven. The, right, you know what? You know maybe. Maybe Read the, the standings, Abe, after the top. No, no, three. I know. The four seeds are But actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe the Nuggets have learned something. Maybe the Nuggets learned that they were cuties the entire mm-hmm. time. That's not to say that if they go on a run, they're not still cuties. Like, they're not doing shit. But maybe they learned not to take the regular season. It's not as important so seriously. And that's why they've fallen back in a little bit. Jokic is absolutely balling. Don't get yeah. don't don't get it wrong, but Jamal Malmal, our boy, has to just consistency's always been his another thing. player that was overperformed out expectations in the bubble that just wasn't that good. That's what that was our biggest talking point last year during the during the playoffs. We were like, "You mean to sit here? You mean to sit here and tell me that if we're flying back and forth from Denver to Utah, Denver to Utah every other night or every third night, that Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell would just be?" trading 50 burgers like their top shot moments like what <laughs> like we all knew that everything was coming or i did and nobody believed me everyone got caught up in the media but, so. but there has been i've actually i've been talking to a bunch of betting people and they've said they misaccounted even now the shooting numbers are super inflated because they're shooting no empty arenas still which i think is interesting especially as we just talked about or mentioned potentially fans coming back or in in groves for the playoffs like so a team if, that shoot like the jazz right if they're shooting so well in these silent stadiums and then you go into a loud stadium even if it's not lakers clippers like is that a, a daunting experience right and then you look at it from the other side of you you're like wow so ben doesn't really shoot much without fans in the stadium maybe fans open up that jump shot i mean you know only time will tell but that's my sock down the nba bubble <sighs> We're going to take a quick break. After the break, we have a legitimate sports smorgasbord. If you don't know what smorgasbord is, stick around and you'll find out. We'll be right back. All right, fam, we are back. Here we go. Smorgasbord is kind of like, we call it an effort. We're trying not to use anything. All right, so it's, it's, uh, you know. Let's say it's like that, Thursday night dinner. No, right? it's, it's, Mom's it's, it's dinner. the time in between Christmas and New Year's, like on a you know maybe yep. December twenty mm-hmm. ninth, where mm-hmm. you're in that weird like you're kind of working, kind of not. Family are coming. Mm-hmm. You don't really know what day of the week it is. You're just in holiday vacation mode, and you have leftovers from Christmas. You have some food. Looking forward to the New Year. You have this that laying around, mm-hmm. and your parents just p- put together an anything but the kitchen sink type meal. It's yeah. the pasta from Christmas. Yeah, it, it's it's. It's the leftover burger. It's the leftover and... burgers from Monday night's barbecue. It, it's yeah. it's this. It's that. It's everything they can find but the kitchen sink, and you put it out on the plate. That's what we got for the rest of the show today, which I'm so, still staring at and baffled by. Yeah, I wrote the script, and Abe was like, "What?" All right, here we go. We'll start first thing on MLB. Yuck. They, they like announced their schedule, opening day. Who like who? I posted it one graphic to Snapback. This league, this sport, so out of so touch. So bad. I mean, it's nuts. So you out of touch. A league like the FCF, who 
who are having influencers and social media and athletes, celebrities, personalities engage in the league because they exchange equity and stuff like and, and in one night, the FCF is seen by all of Twitter and it's picked up by SportsCenter, ESPN, baseball. Baseball, MLB pays ESPN millions of dollars, or ESPN pays millions of dollars to have their sport broadcast in Sunday Night Baseball. No one hears a peep about the sport. It's it's and it's it's it's, the, it's the it's more so it's just the league because you see guys right. like Trevor Bauer who just They're went trying. about just went about about his uh, free agency. I'm like, don't get me wrong. During the whole thing of it, I was writing in my group. I was like, <clears throat> this guy thinks he's God. Like. Yeah. Who does he – he hasn't had, like, more than – he's had maybe all but one or two seasons where he had less than a than a three or four ERA or something. And he's just treating his free agency thing like he's God's gift to earth and he's the next best thing. Just because he entered a free agency class that didn't have much starting pitching and he was coming off one of his best years. But the point is, like, it was annoying to me because I'm you like, need, all right, But Trevor. you need more of that, Exactly. Right? I'm like, Trevor, like, this is just annoying. You're not that good to deserve, like, what you're trying to get, not money-wise, but, like, clout wise and notoriety during this but the mlb should be eating this up the mlb should be the one setting up the show for trevor bauer to announce his irrelevant free agent deadline decision right who cares if he's not that good trevor bauer is one of the biggest assets the mlb has in terms of popularity because he just stirs the pot he interacts with the fans which we see that in the nfl we see that at fcf we see that in the nba and mlb it's just nowhere to be seen like we talk about it every day i had this conversation with my roommate the other day what percentage of Americans do you think, if you line them up, would recognize Chase Claypool on the street before they would recognize Mike Trout? A lot. Like like a 90. Lot. Like 90%. Yeah. And Chase Claypool is a rookie receiver, and Mike Trout's maybe the greatest player ever in a sport. Like Just because Chase Claypool is dancing on Lowell's Juju, but he's doing dice rolls and, and this and that on TikTok, and Mike Trout's I mean, the greatest player ever, and you people don't even know what he looks like. You can see the comparison between college football and just like college and their platform as a sport versus like MLB the show got announced first time on Xbox right no Which way really if I, w- I, I, sh- I wish I knew that because I, I used to love that game on PSP and I only have Xbox and I would buy it but I had no idea point. and now and I might not reason, right exactly and the only reason why I, I think I really saw it I knew this was happening was because Tatis was on the cover and he was doing some promo and they were running some ads for it. But, like, the league doesn't do anything. This was, like, PlayStation and Xbox and MLB The Show who was promoting it. And Tatis is, like, a fun guy. I mean, it goes back to the conversation last year. Was it a playoff game or was it pre-playoff game where he hits the Grand Slam and he's getting in trouble for hitting for, for achieving oh, the coolest yeah, thing yeah, you can do yeah. in the sport? Like, but uh, and then you, you're talking about MLB The Show. Look at the NBA. Even though I hate his, I hate like, – if there's one person I would want to fight – Maybe Ronnie. Ronnie 2K. You know he's an owner in the FCF. Not our team. No, he's Zappers, so we're going to beat him in we're two We're going to beat his ass. But, like, the NBA puts Ronnie 2K everywhere. When it was COVID, he was doing that horse thing, on a, which was the worst production I've ever watched in my No, he didn't life. do the horse. The horse is something. He did a, a whole 2K tournament with those Oh, guys. yeah, the 2K yeah. tournament. And they're yeah, promoting so they, the shit out they of They promote game. Ronnie. They promote 2K, Madden, and all this. They, they, they care about the ratings. And then, I mean... I can't be surprised, right? With the MLB, it's very much on brand, and you stick to your brand, you stick to your brand, but you're not going to have a league in 10 years. There we go. We got some MLB chatter in there. Next up on the list, NBA Top Shot. So we've talked enough, <laughs> a lot about Top Shot. 
But exciting news is that Gary Vaynerchuk, who's huge into physical sports cards, finally mentioned on a show that he has been looking at NBA Top Shot, quote unquote, every single day. What does that mean? You know what's bullshit? All right, Gary. I, listen, I love that Gary's getting involved and in talking about it, but don't talk about it. Be about it. Buy a moment. Well, he likes to say, I do my research. I do all this. He's probably buying in the he back. probably already has. That, right? Like, before he goes big on Top Shot, he'll load up on stuff, which they'll call him out because everything is transparent on the blockchain. That's what we love about it. But just for the, our audience to know, get into Top Shot. Let's get that bread up. Let's have some fun. Cool platform. Um, Gary V and his his disciples are coming. He's got like 20 million across social platforms. Like sometimes I forget how big, like I consume a ton of his content because of sports cards, entrepreneurship, and now NFTs and Top Shot. But like 20 million people follow him across platforms. Is, he's a big deal now. You got to get Addison Ray in the Top Shot because I was just like, saw oh. her tagged in that or something. And I was just like, this girl has 35 million followers. Instagram. Instagram, but she has, what, 80 on TikTok? Yeah. Wait, did you not see who else is involved in the FCF? Uh, Josh Richards and that other kid. Yeah. Who's the other one? That's huge. I want to say maybe Blake Gray. The only reason I know Josh Richards is because he's like does stuff with Barstool yeah, now or yeah. something. Well, uh, that's huge, too. And I like I, that kid is – he's awesome because he's like – what I always talk about is there's a skill to making great content, growing social, all that stuff. But he's actually monetized and because like he's used his fame in an incredible way to network. He's in VC at like 19 years old. It's insane. So shouts to him and on joining the FCF. Spice Adams is now part of it. It's hype. Spicy Next boy. thing on the list, Daytona 500. I don't even know where you're going with this. It happened. Um, it happened. It's happening right now. We're in a rain delay. There was a crash, but... Is this... No, okay, I saw this on Twitter today, and I think this is what you're doing right now. Are you doing the whole, tell me you bet on the Daytona 500 without telling me you bet on the Daytona 500? <laughs> I, did, I did bet on the Daytona 500. So you just I incorporated posted... it just to... No, okay, no, that's no. why. No, that's not the angle. I, it fit into the smorgasbord of items um, because, like you said, football's done. March Madness is a month away. We're kind of in a month of I'm trying out new sports, FCF, and I wanted to to check out the Daytona. I posted on Snapback Sports on Snapchat. I how said, angry? How many people you think I can get angry if I said that NASCAR wasn't a sport? A lot. Enough. Yeah, uh, I don't know how many would listen to our pod. It's definitely niche within our listeners, but niche. The one the one really cool thing is Bubba Wallace is driving. For Michael Jordan's NASCAR oh, team, oh, was he gonna? So that's cool. He might go six, probably finish in sixth place or something. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I can't sit here and tell you. You know, I'm not gonna contribute anything to a Daytona for you. Yeah, you know, it's funny no, actually. I, but like, but hey, once COVID's over, would you not hit a race no, with me? Nope. What? They're like the best parties in the world. All right, I'm in. You've never seen the tailgates? Nope. Oh, it's like, uh, have you ever been to, did you ever come to Preakness with us? You nope. came one year, right? Mm-mm. It's like, it's like, you don't even really know the race is going on. Like right, it's just a huge infield and you're wasted and everyone. How out of touch is, so the Daytona 500 is essentially the Super Bowl, right? For NASCAR. Yeah. No, and they NASCAR open the season. Doing... The NASCAR debuts their season with their biggest event, which is funny to me. Is it? I think it's the, it's the start of the season. 
Oh, I didn't realize that. I don't know if that's true. We'll fact check that, Eagleson. But if not, it's, um, you know, I say a lot of not true things. Um, but they did a really good job. They worked with Twitter influencers. Kamara's there. They're showing him a good time, a VIP time. It, it's actually take notes, cool baseball. Exactly. Next up, lacrosse. Do you know what this is about? Yes, sir. We are Penn State. Chris Hogan taking his talents from the NFL, or I don't know where he's been recently, to the PLL with our boy Paul Rabel. Um, I mean, he played lacrosse at Penn State and then transferred to what Monmouth, I think it was, to play football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess this is big for the PLL. Huge. Yeah. I mean, you get Familiar a Super face. Bowl champion. Right. You get that. And he'll probably be good. I was right. About NASCAR. About Oh, it's the start. It's the Super Bowl and it's the start good of the season. You. Thank you. Good for you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so shout out to the PLL. Huge pickup. Um, season two for our Wild Aces. So obviously the players in the bubble are locked. But uh, we joined on to the team a little late where we couldn't really recruit. But, like, the Zappers brought in Manziel. Like, that was like they recruited him to come play in the league and be on the team. Someone DM'd me today and said, you got to go get Jamarcus Russell. So if we could get, like, someone. Jack, I actually know, think we'd rather dirty. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. But if we could get someone, has to be non-NFL, could be retired, could have fallen out of the league, who would it be? My, my, my reach would be Vince Young. I think if he could still run and, and gun, I my think reach would be, be Vic. Vic, yeah, Vic. like someone like right, like straight like hand. If you put Vic guys. back under center, I mean, no one is ever turning on Lamar Jackson ever again. I'll tell you that. <laughs> they'll have <laughs> they, their, they they'll have their that, fix. They'll have their fix. They were saying that Quinn Flowers looked like Lamar yesterday because it was just there's seven v seven. So there's only right. so many guys out there who. Speaking can of what ha- speaking of yesterday. I got to give props to Jerdy, or modern medicine at, at the least. Jerdy separated his shoulder, and I'm seeing tweets he'll be back in a week or two. I've separated my shoulder before. I couldn't lift my he- arm above my head for a month and a half, and I was in a sling. Granted, taking everything into account, I wasn't a college athlete. I don't have a lot of this uh, training and recovery at my disposal. But if Jerdy can come back from a separated shoulder, which I know it feels like, in one or two weeks, I would think he's he's going to the NFL. <laughs> he's a tough guy. It is. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. But he's it was your fault. That is true. All right, Eagleson, let's hop in here. Let's get uh, – in our smorgasbord, we're not even talking hockey. Maybe Eagleson will give us a little Eagleson hockey. Eagleson talking... spent a long weekend with his lads up in a cottage in Quebec. I uh, just got yeah, back, man. long week of school ahead. Talk to me, buddy. What's going on? So not a whole lot about school, just one little piece of information here. March break, spring break, whatever you want to call it, postponed. As in you have to go to school? Yeah, they moved They moved it to April, so it's not that bad, but the original plan was for it to go to the end of the year. And like which, end school shorter? Yeah, exactly. Earlier? It would have ended That's a week bad. earlier. That's I mean, wild. you've been playing Warzone for five months in math, so I don't think you really need your break. And I don't think anyone's really crying about that, are they? No, not really. Like, everyone's kind of like, yeah, okay. Like, I get it. And, like, the main reason for it was because people would be gathering lots and they want to stop the spread of COVID. So it's like, okay, whatever. Canadian Fair government enough. thinking on their feet, huh? Yeah. And I guess hockey, one thing is Leafs are the greatest team ever. Yeah. I... Dave, did you know that? They're, like, playing out of their minds. No, I didn't. Why the hell would I know that? You know? <laughs> Simple I, as that. Jack, I've seen you posting lots of hockey highlights on the 
snapback sports snap so i feel like i can I've take been, partial credit for in that. Some stuff. big I couple weeks some... coming ahead eagle said you've got a birthday in what eight days it's 22nd? actually on the 16th oh shit <laughs> yeah this is this has got to be our uh happy birthday then oh, boy. god Funny. damn it i wish i knew i would have done something i would have you know brought a slice of cake and eaten it myself <laughs> in front of you for your birthday put a little you guys, candle do, do you guys have, ma- turning you guys the have big... maple syrup cake down there no I'm just kidding. That's not a thing. <laughs> okay, I, I think but you still make cake with milk. No, nah, I think I think it actually bags. is a thing. And once he saw a reaction, he's like, no, nah, it's not a thing here. <laughs> no. You already told us about milk in a bag. He yeah. Eagle said the big one seven. Yep. 17. Was this the celebration this weekend? Uh, you got kind any of. Plans? Yeah. Any birthday plans? Come on. Let's, let's talk. I Then still like you can't do much COVID, right? Like not like you can throw a massive party or anything. Not like you can go. go I have a question. I have a question. Let's hear it. 17 in Canada. Mm -hmm. Does it mean anything? For example, 16 is like permit license sometimes in the U.S. 18, you can, you know, fight for your country (laughs) and buy nicotine. I think you can can parlay. Now it's 18. You can 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 make a parlay. Uh, 21 is drinking. 17 in U.S. I don't really license think... Licensed for me. In Jersey, you. it's your license. Anything for 17 in Yeah, Canada? so it's kind of along the same lines. Like 16, you'll get your learner's permit, and then 17, you can get like your full license. So that's kind of what 17 so is. Do you, have, do you have a driver's test coming up this week? Well, everything's shut down because of COVID, so... So you just can't, I can't get your like, license? Yeah, I'm pretty much screwed. I have to wait, which... For like sucks. how long? Like a, a month or like six months? Well... Once everything opens back up, and we don't know when that is, everything's going to be backed up because every single 17-year-old in the province is going to want to be getting their license right. So you know how to drive a car? Back up for a while. Yeah. I've got my learner's permit. Like, that's fine. But what does that mean? You can drive with uh, a parent or something? Can, dri- can drive with someone who has four years experience driving, whatever it is there. Josh, we've oh, hit, so should we just got to be... Yeah, you gotta befriend us, and you're and you're good to go. You guys drive on the right or left side of the road? The right. Good. Yeah. Okay. You jack had to think about what side we drive on. I saw <laughs> no. that face. And and your and your driver seats on the left side of the car, right? Yes. Okay. All right, Eagleson, give me one bold prediction for your age seventeen year. Year seventeen, baby. Ooh. Year seventeen. LeBron's been in the NBA. So excited. (laughs) LeBron. LeBron has been in the NBA for longer than Andrew Eagleson's been in. In what four? Two thousand four. Yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't have you. That's when Jack and I met. Yeah. Or two thousand five. Two thousand four. Two thousand five. Yeah. Oh five. That's nuts. You weren't even a thought. Give me one. And and by the way, Eve. The other day, I forget where we were. He goes, "Yeah, I've known Jack for like eight or nine years." <laughs> Sixteen years. Don't we do math? We don't do math here. Um, Eagleson, give me yeah. a bold prediction for year seventeen. It could be bold. anything. Jeez, I don't even know. I, I'm gonna say that I'm not gonna end up getting my driver's license because of this whole stupid thing. That's wow, that's the prediction. Wow, you're not gonna be driving until year eighteen. Yep. That's year the eighteen. Prediction. Right, a right. whole different and let's let's set a goal though. Let's set okay. like a. Out of this world goal, it can be whatever you want, like, and not like the least winning at all. Like, give me, give me a, a personal goal of yours. I want to finish this year with over an eighty average in school. Okay, which is considered like an A minus, right? 
yeah, yeah. A plus plus in Canada. That's pretty much like If I grew up in Canada, I would have went to Harvard. <laughs> Seriously. A, okay, over an 80 average, and how far do you think you got to go for that? Like, we got work to do, or it, you, it's more about consistency? Just more about consistency. Like, like most of the classes have been okay. I just need to maybe try just a little bit harder, you know? Here's a goal. Here's a goal for year like 17, that. Eagleson. And we can end on this note and wrap it up. But the three of us will finally meet in person. Oh. The I love three that. of us in person will finally. I have no idea how tall Eagleson is. <laughs> He's 5'8". 6'1". Shut what? the fuck up. You're not 6'1". <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are I, you 5'8"? You I, look 5'8". I would have off, no I've reason. never seen you really standing. I've, you know I've what? I think we might have waist. to leave it until we see each other. I, yeah, I actually never want to see your waist until I meet you. <laughs> I've only seen your upper body in camera. But I actually, like, I had no reason not to believe him when he just said he was 6'1". Yeah. You can kind of tell. He's a little... Yeah. He's a, could he could be, be a little winger. He could be like could our be boy. Winger. I'm not going to call him out by name. Never mind. He's self-conscious. Um, all right. I love that. And by the end of 2021, or by the time he turns 18, or though, I would love to see him for his 18th birthday. And, okay, I guess this is worth noting. We can send Montreal that weekend. Yeah. Exactly. The drinking age in Quebec is 18, so. I can't wait to have your first sip of alcohol with you, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Looking forward to it. All right, snapback fam. There you go. Any, oh, last thing. Any birthday presents we should expect, or we'll hear about that on Thursday. I guess we'll hear about it on Thursday. Love it. Hear about it on Thursday. All right, fam. That was another episode of Snapback Sports Pod, FCF, NBA March Madness, MLB, NBA Top Shot, Daytona 500, NASCAR Racing, Lacrosse, and a check-in from Canada. We do it freaking all here at the Snapback Sports Pod. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.